0: This is the Rewriting Women's Weight Loss podcast with me, Emily Jaluzzi, empowering women to ditch the diets, learn your hormones, and create a body you feel at peace with, because you are ready to create sustainable weight loss success whilst feeling energized in your body and at peace with food. Hello and welcome back. Today is all about one of my favorite subjects. If you have found yourself cutting carbs and that has been your go-to solution for trying to lose weight, today this episode is for you because I want to share with you why actually cutting carbs is not always the best route to go when we're looking to transform, especially in the female body. So today I'm going to talk to you a little bit around why carbs are really beneficial for the female body and how they can actually benefit your weight loss journey, and how to structure carbohydrates into your diet so you can create incredible success. Most importantly, create results you can sustain because that is what we are here for. So let me tell you a little bit about carbs and how they relate to the female body. Now, carbs are one of the most accessible fuel sources in the body. And your female body and your female hormones and your hypothalamus in your brain absolutely loves carbohydrates because they are easily accessible. And the problem I see time and time again is women tend to be consuming 400 grams of carbs on a Saturday and 30 grams of carbs on a Tuesday. And this normally is because we start Monday and go, we're going to be healthy. I'll eat less carbs this week because that will help me create great success. But the reality is the body absolutely loves routine, and your body still requires the same amount of energy, whether it's a Tuesday or a Saturday. And I would argue that also in the week, you're asking a lot of your brain. Perhaps you're in work and you're needing to make a lot of decisions and you are really stimulated in your work over a long period of time through your working day. Your brain needs easily accessible fuel to be able to guide you with those decisions. Now, carbohydrates are brilliant for supporting you with your cognitive function and with those decisions, with that, you know, that energy that you're like, oh, I can get through the rest of the afternoon or, oh, I actually feel good on this Zoom call today. Now, if you have been someone that's cut carbs in the week and you found yourself feeling really fatigued, this could well be why, okay? And just because you had loads of carbs on the weekend doesn't mean that your body's going to be able to be a Duracell bunny all week. And one of the focuses is always about creating a routine where, yes, maybe. Maybe we consume a little bit more on the weekend, like naturally, maybe that happens, but we're not going from one extreme to the other. Because like I said, your energy balance doesn't fluctuate a huge amount in between a Saturday and a Tuesday. And the female body absolutely loves routine. Your hormones love balance. So overfueling and underfueling can both be stressful on the body, And what we want to do is not put your body into a stress state. We want to create harmony in your body. And that means creating a great structure, which gives your body routine, but includes all three nutrients in your diet. Now, why do we cut out carbs? Why is cutting out carbs the thing that we go to? Because it's easy. Because cutting something out of your diet is telling yourself you cannot have it. And sometimes it's easier to do the, I'll have all of it, or I won't have it at all. You know that all or nothing mentality. We lean into that. And by telling ourselves we can't have something, we pair that with it's going to be easier because I won't feel tempted and I won't get carried away. So I just won't have any in the first place. Now, the problem with this is if you take something out, you will never learn how to behave around it. And unless you are committing to not having carbohydrates in your life long term, when we start integrating them back into your diet, the reality is, the likelihood is we gain back the weight. We haven't learned portion size or how to behave around these carbohydrates. We haven't learned how to actually factor them into your unique body. So as soon as we consume them, and naturally, because you've deprived the brain of something, your brain is hooked onto carbohydrates. Suddenly they taste Even better than they ever did before after that 12 week period, because you haven't had them for so long. And your brain is like, I want more. I want more. I want more. And then it makes it really difficult to actually feel controlled and balanced around carbohydrates if you've deprived yourself from them. So that's one symptom I see in women that have cut carbs, perhaps for like a prolonged period of time. So two weeks plus, right? But if you've also been somebody that's cut out carbs and perhaps only got to day five, and then you have eaten loads of carbohydrates and fallen out of your healthy regime, honestly, I'm not surprised because it's likely that perhaps you've completely underfueled over those five days. You haven't given your body enough energy. And when we don't fuel ourselves with enough energy, your brain's really clever. Your brain's here to keep you alive. That is its sole purpose. So your brain will suddenly be really hyper-focused on food, And although you might want to be thinking about work or your children or how empowered you are to make a balanced food choice, your brain won't be thinking like that. Your brain will be like, I want the most calorie dense fuel and food because you haven't fed me for five days. So it doesn't support you with making those healthy choices because the powerful, powerful surges that are coming out of your brain to consume that burger, pizza, bottle of wine is, it's super powerful and it's super hard to control, but we often spend a lot of time looking at why we did something wrong. Like why did we fall off the wagon? Like why did we choose that option on the menu and then have dessert and then fall off the wagon the next day and not get back into it? Like we often look at the behaviors that took place, but actually it's always good to look at what happened before that led to the behavior that you feel took you out of your routine and where you fell off the wagon. Let's look at what happened before. So, if you've been cutting out carbs and you haven't been giving your body enough energy, then that might be why. Also, what tends to happen when you cut out carbs is you'll see something called a whoosh. Now, what I mean by this is you potentially will see a huge shift on the scale. So, your scale weight goes down quite dramatically. Now, when we cut out carbs, we also lose a lot of water in the body because when we have carbs in the body, your body will also draw in water at the same time. So, When we cut out carbs, we see a lot of inflammation reduced through water. And then we see that big shift on the scale. Now, if you are somebody that's very, very focused on the scale, and that's something we challenge in the fit queen program, because it simply is just a form of data and it means so many things. And we don't want to be attaching our worth to what something numerical data on our bathroom floor says. If you have cut cups, you see that big shift on the scale, you tell yourself, This is amazing. This is a great diet. This is working. But sometimes what happens is you then weigh in the next week and you don't see the same sort of results. And that's because the first week was a reflection, majority of water rather than actually fat. And when we are embarking on a weight loss journey and I hear what you want to create, you tell me that you want to feel good in your body. Yes, you want to sit leaner, you want to be toned, you want to lose that body fat. And what we're talking about there is that 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 is the subcontainous fat that sits on top of your muscle tissue. And when we start to actually metabolize this fat here, that's when your body really starts to visually change. So the first week when you see that big whoosh, that isn't five pounds, six pounds of fat, that is likely to be maybe half a pound, a pound of fat, and maybe to five pounds of water. Then we get to the next week and perhaps you feel disappointed because you're not seeing the same sort of changes because you've done the reducing inflammation bit. And now we're getting into the deeper work of metabolizing. The fact that you actually want to, like that is your goal. Like when you tell me you want to sit, lean up, be toned, feel strong, that's actually working on losing that subcontainous fat. So that often is a reason for why people Potentially come away from following the structure because they're like, this isn't working. And it's really hard because you get this big sort of, I'm doing amazing on the first week. And then you start criticizing yourself on the second week. But when it comes to creating this amazing success with your body, we are cyclical beings, us as women, like we have hormones in the body. And it's really important to actually look at your physiology and look at your hormone function and understand what your body needs to be able to be the healthiest woman you can be. And from my perspective of supporting hundreds of women for many years and going through my own journey, there absolutely is a place for carbohydrates in your diet. Now, I want to share with you a story of mine that will give you a great understanding of why carbs are so important. So when I did lots of dieting, and I did lots of exercise and I stopped having periods. So my reproductive health was not in a great place. And when I lost my cycles, the key bit of advice, and I did a hell of a lot of research, sourced lots of testing from all over the world, reached out to so many experts in niche fields in regards to female hormones And the way that I was able to actually regulate my cycles again was by consuming consistent carbohydrates frequently. Because what my brain had done, what my hypothalamus had done, is it had decided that because I wasn't fueling my body enough or in the right way, and I was exerting a lot of energy, it was like, well, I'm not sure if you're going to feed me enough. And my job is to keep you alive. So I'm actually going to down-regulate your reproductive system. I'm going to just put that to sleep for now because your reproductive system requires a certain amount of energy every month to regulate your cycle. So my brain was like, well, if I just turn that off, then that's less energy I've got to spend over there. That means I can utilize this energy to keep Emily alive. So at this point, like, I wasn't having cycles. And what regulated my cycles? fueling my body with easily accessible fuel sources, e.g. carbohydrates, because I needed my brain to know that I was going to sufficiently fuel it, and I needed to give it easiest fuel sources. And what happened? I regulated my cycles back over a certain period of time. So that tells us that your hypothalamus really likes carbohydrates, and it's great for our hormone function. But the reason it gets a bad name is because People don't tend to explain to you the complexity of carbs are actually really great. It's just to do with which carbs and how much of them and when we're having them. But actually they're fantastic and supportive to a weight loss journey. So it's easy to create a program that's like, no, no carbs, like great for menopausal women because you might be insulin resistant. But actually I would argue that That's laziness because we are all uniquely different. Everybody needs something different. But I believe there is definitely a purpose for carbohydrates in your diet, regardless if you are in the menopause, you have PCOS, um, whatever it might be, carbohydrates are absolutely fantastic. And they really support your brain and your hormone function. And the reason that is so important to support your hormones is because, look, I didn't support my hormones. I didn't fuel my body properly, and I lost my cycles. And also I became hyper food focused. So we always have to focus on what is going to support my hormones. Because if I give my body what it needs, if I give fuel my hormones properly, and my female body, then my hormones will guide me with my food choices, my hormones will guide me with whether I want to get up and exercise today and feel motivated to align with my new healthier identity. So your hormones are in charge of so many factors in your life when it comes to this weight loss journey and whether it's sustainable. Your hormones are in charge of every factor, sleep, whether you're hungry, whether you're full up, whether you're in a positive mood, whether you feel energetic. Like It's so important to make sure that we go to what is dictating everything, and that is your hormone function. So... Today is about, actually, why don't we start applying science to this weight loss journey? Science that shows us what the female body actually needs. We are not mini men, okay? And what I mean by that is when we are looking at your structure to be able to achieve this weight loss success, we need to actually think about you as a unique person with all these hormones going on inside of you, especially through like a 28-day period. So carbs are fantastic. They are brilliant. For you to be able to feel energized. They are brilliant to give you that cognitive brain function where you're like, yes, I can make decisions. Yes, I feel fueled at 4pm. I can bash out these meetings this afternoon and feel good in myself. Like, yes, I've got the energy to run around with my children. Because you shouldn't be feeling fatigued and rubbish through your weight loss journey. And I've seen this a lot in women that have tried the whole no carb thing. They're like, oh, I was so tired. Like I had brain fog, I just felt rubbish. That's not what a weight loss journey should feel like, I can assure you. And also a weight loss journey should not feel restrictive at any point. You shouldn't be telling yourself, no, I can't have something because you are not learning how to behave around it at this point. That means that when you integrate it into your life later down the line, it's going to make it really difficult to know how to even factor it into your diet without losing control around said food or said bottle of wine or whatever that might be. So what we want to do is start factoring carbohydrates into our weight loss structure. We want to focus on low glycemic carbohydrates, especially if you are at the beginning of your journey. Now, if you are exercising a lot, do you know the types of carbohydrates and how much of them varies from person to person? So sat here today, I cannot prescribe you in any way or form what you should be having, but I want to give you some broader space and ideas to start thinking about integrating into your diet. So a great approach you can take from today is making sure that you're having frequent carbohydrates through the day and you're having them alongside fats and proteins. Um, and that supports your body in the best way to be able to metabolize carbohydrates and to support you with fueling your body and feeling good and energised. So let's focus on frequent carbohydrates through the day. Let's make sure we're pairing them with a fat and with a protein. Let's focus on doing a bit of research around what carbohydrates your body needs. There are so many different tasty carbohydrates that can really be so beneficial for you. And I've touched on low glycemic carbohydrates. You know, if you have got PCOS, if you have got insulin resistance, If you are going through the menopause, like I would definitely suggest exploring low glycemic carbohydrates, but that doesn't mean to say that you can't have a donut. The donut, there's a place, (laughs) there's a place for a donut in everyone's diet. It's just about factoring it in in the right places. But yeah, starting to gain a routine with the type of carbohydrates embracing them in your diet. And then let's also pair that with, okay, I am going to look after this body over the next seven days. And whether it's Saturday or Wednesday, I'm going to focus on trying to fuel my body sufficiently over those days and come away from the roller coaster of under fueling and over fueling. So that is a focus that will be so beneficial for you if you can go through the seven day period and go, right, I know it's a Saturday and I normally eat loads more, but actually maybe I'm going to bring Bring what I'm fueling myself up in the week, and I'm going to bring what I'm fueling myself down over the weekend. And I'm going to start to be kinder to my body. I'm going to start to think about the fact that actually overeating and undereating can be quite stressful. So let's give my body a bit of a routine. And trust me, if your body feels like it's being supported and it does feel like it's in a routine, your body will respond better to weight loss parameters and um, the efforts you're putting into that. Absolutely. And also just to go alongside that, what about your relationship with food? That is so important because it doesn't even matter how many pounds you lose if you're not happy and relaxed around food because we have to fuel ourselves every day. So that means if food is a problem for you, that's going to ignite negative feelings and thoughts every day. Right? Because we have to interact with food every day. You know, it's not like something in our life which we can literally go, oh, you know, I don't like that. So, oh well, well, I haven't got to even think about it or go near it or for six months or whatever, because I can just park it. But it doesn't work like that. Like food is there, it's present, it's essential for to live. So we have to learn how to feel good around food. And every time we take something out of our diet and then we rebound we create a negative attachment to that food source because we blame the carbs for the weight gain, right? We blame the carbohydrates for making us put on all the pounds that we lost when we cut them out. And it isn't actually the carbohydrates fault, it's actually to do with the fact that they wanted to remain in your diet all along and They actually could have supported you to lose weight, but they just needed to be consumed in a sensible portion size and the right types of carbohydrates. So we want to try and get to a point where you gain control and you feel good around all of these foods. You feel good around the low glycemic, healthier carbohydrates, but you also feel good around the high glycemic, what we redeem as the more calorie dense carbohydrates too. Like I want you to be in a position where if you take your children to the farm or the theme park and there's donuts there, you feel okay that you can share one with somebody or have one yourself and factor it into your week of healthiness because perhaps the day before, you chose to have some rye Vita with filly on top and you chose that option instead of eating a whole dairy milk bar. That's the balance we need to create. And it's so freeing when we do that. And it, honestly, it creates such a great routine of food, which represents freedom. And I believe that we are here to enjoy food. Food is such a social element of our lives. And for me personally, it's a time when I get to come together with a lot of the people in my life that I deeply love and have really great connection-based moments around the dinner table, I also love food, always love food. And it took me a while to realize that you can love food, you can eat tasty and also lose and sustain the body that you feel really connected to and confident in. And please today start believing in the fact that it's totally possible to be able to consume lots of tasty foods and still create amazing success. So Let's embrace carbohydrates into our diet today. It will really support your female body in this weight loss journey. Carbs are brilliant for your hormone function, so long as we are utilizing the right carb sources in the right volumes. And there is no such thing as a bad food. So this is going to be revolutionary for you if cutting carbs has been something you've been doing loads and loads and loads. Hopefully it's given you an understanding for why carbohydrates and pulling them out isn't necessarily the best approach to your weight loss journey. And hopefully this has ignited you to go, yes, I can make this really positive shift for my health and wellness. And look, let's enjoy carbohydrates together. There is no such thing as a bad food. And I will look forward to talking to you some more about fabulous food and how you can create amazing success on the next episode. I'll catch you soon. Thank you for listening to the Rewriting Women's Weight Loss Podcast with Emily DeLuzzi, available on all good podcast listening providers. If this episode has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend or leave a review.